This is what I'm trying to say. Let me let me let me get it out clearly. If you see a, if you you take the list of traits that men say they they find attractive in women on average, and you find a woman that is lacking several of those traits, her having a million dollars doesn't make up for that. Not to say she can't get laid. Not to say somebody won't use her or whatever. But a man. But you but you see a man that's like you know women say they want you they want you to be tall, handsome, fit. Um, you know, charming, all these other things, and you could you could be missing like five of those, but you you own your own business that's successful, and it's like that makes you more attractive. Okay, all right. Video all right. charges dropped against mother and son in deadly West Pullman shooting. Video shows yeah. man punching woman. All righty. Now here's the thing. Technically. Did they still break the law? Sure. But is this justice? Yes, I think so. Right? I mean, that's the whole point of justice. No? Which is justice? Justice that this guy got shot or? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Um, that he did in the ground, you know? I mean, listen, I'm, I'm you know. I'm never like excited at the loss of life, you know, because he didn't kill anybody. But I mean, he punched the fuck out this boy mother in front of him, and she was like, "Get, get the strap," you know. And he's a little kid; he don't know nothing. You know what I mean? You like you can't unleash the emotions of a 14 year old boy and then rein them in. During the argument, Hood began texting. So the 14 year old was not in the restaurant. The 14 year old was outside, waiting right. in the car. Yeah, and then and the guy. So if you could play the video, the guy the guy is basically telling her like, like if you say one more thing, I'm gonna punch you in the face. And she says another thing, and he but he did. He was a man of his word. He punched her like real hard. He was a big dude. Yeah, I'm like first of all, it's like oh 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 right okay, right. Yeah, see me, that's di- me... see it's different when you see it when you hear it described. You know what I'm saying? Because he because first of all, see the problem is two. It's the problem here is twofold. One, she never put her hands on him, you know, because I'm not one of those never put your hands on a woman people, you know, <laughs> I'm not one of those people because if, you know, if you're experiencing violence or you feel like a threat, you had a right to defend yourself against whoever. That's how I feel. But she didn't put his hands. She didn't put her hands on him. That's one. Two, he punched her like a man. Right. Three, she's an old lady. She's like older than him. It's like you don't you got no respect. I mean, that dude got no respect for nobody. If you will punch a woman that's your mama's age or punch your punch a woman that's like her that much age, that's crazy as fuck to me. Like he punched her like he was in a UFC fight. You know what I mean? And All right, she, let's watch this video. Let's watch this video. All right, because I, I had not seen this until until today, until just now. So let's. And he worked there, right? Oh, I want to be with Get your get your food. I didn't play smoothly on this and is it did it play smoothly over there? Uh yeah, it played smoothly over here. Okay. So we can so it'll, it'll so, show up in the in the uh, episode. So it's like it's like he wasn't defending himself. He wasn't, you know, he, he, he you know, she, he wasn't defending himself. She, she's a woman, and she's an older woman. And you know, 
I'm I'm just sorry. Look, look, you ain't gonna punch my mama like that in front of me. I'm sorry. <laughs> you deserve whatever the fuck the consequences of that are. Now, technically, is was it illegal for the son to follow him after he was running away and shoot him again? Sure. But what is justice? She also said shoot the guy who was laughing. Oh, did she say that? At the very end, she's like, shoot it, and he didn't. He got back in the car. Oh, uh, well, you know. Looks like the boy got some restraint. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, because this now this this sparks a, a larger discussion, you know, um, to me, and it's you know fortunately the, the the charges were dropped. I mean, if anyone was guilty of anything, it's the mother and the man that punched. Her, you know what I mean? I don't think the little boy. You know what the fuck is he supposed to do? You sitting there with a pistol, somebody and punched the fuck out your mama. It's on camera. You supposed to let it slide? You can't do that. You know, now, why is the mom telling you to shoot him, shoot the witness? That's correct. See, <clears throat> there's a lot of young men sitting in prison, right, um, because they did violence. You know, they fought somebody else's fight. They fought some woman's fight. Now, usually, 99 times out of 10, it's like, it's, it's unjustified. It's like, you got in an argument, you know, you said some shit, you threatened somebody with another motherfucker's violence like the lady like remember the lady we talked did we talk about her last week with the uh with the ex-nfl player where she called him she called her brother and said she was getting beat on now her brother's sitting in prison you know what i mean and it was all a lie you know my, my point is just like you gotta know who you're dealing with you gotta know who you're dealing with you know what i'm saying yeah i i, I you know I, who's the, who's to say what's right and what's wrong this feels like justice to me that they didn't go anywhere you know what I'm saying? Now, uh, in, now uh, here's the other thing. I don't know what happened before that, right? But I hope my hope is that the mom isn't one of these people that go around starting shit and then call her son. You know what I'm saying? Because some some people what do were that. They, they fighting about beforehand. Who knows? But 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 my point is that's exactly my point. My point is that there there are some women out here that see the men in their life as disposable shields. You know, to settle their their art. You know, settle the shit that they start. You know, because that could have been her son's whole life. You know what I mean? One, one way or the other, it's like don't. Why are you starting shit with people? I don't know. I don't know if she started it or not. You know what I mean? But but my point is, there are women like that. I hope she ain't one of them. You know, I mean, you got your son in the car with the with the, with the pistol. That's crazy too. <laughs> you yeah, know what I'm saying? I, I don't know, man. Okay, so so I'm reading this article, this other article that's doing like the blow by blow of what happened. So I was wrong. The teenager did see this guy punch his mom uh, because she texted. He was waiting outside. She texted him. He came into the restaurant or was in the door of the restaurant or whatever just before the guy punched his mom. Then he shot the guy in the back when he was in the restaurant. The guy ran out of the restaurant to get away, and the kid was like still shooting at him. It's unclear which bullets hit him. Whether the you know at least one of them hit him in the restaurant. It might have been both of them, but the guy was hit in the back twice, and he died. And he died from those injuries later. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. Both the the, the thing is, it, it should never even come to that. You know what I mean? Listen, look, look. You got to learn to de-escalate, man. Yeah. You don't know who you talking to, who you dealing with, what type of shit they own. 
is like. Imagine if you were just somebody walking down the sidewalk, though, and you caught a bullet from this kid who's like firing after this guy who's already been shot twice. Well, yeah, I mean, listen, you know? it, I mean, that's that's very unlikely. I, well, I, I can't say that, but but you know, you 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 shotguns like. If you have, if, mm-hmm. with a pistol, I mean, it depends on how far away he was. Like with a pistol within about 10 feet, it's like, you're not, I mean, the likelihood of you missing is, is real low. I mean, unless you're just terrible, you know? I don't know, 14-year-old kid, uh, adrenaline, confusion over the over the situation. I don't know, maybe this guy, maybe this kid is a all-state marksman. I don't know. Yeah, but you don't have to. Be, that's what I'm saying. You don't have to be a marksman. I mean, look, I would say definitely within within five feet, mm-hmm. you're gonna be a hundred percent accurate. I mean, most people, you know, because I I used to, <clears throat> I worked on the range um, at, at the Marine Corps, the, the pistol range a little, the, the rifle range and the pistol range both. And with the pistols, it was like, I mean, even the worst shooters, v- you know, very rarely did I see them miss at the closest point. You know what I mean? I, right. I, I think right. it was five feet or seven feet. Because it's just, you know, I mean, you have to really be not aiming at it. Like, you would have to just be crazy or have weak-ass wrists or something. Um, now, beyond that, it gets a little shaky. It gets a little shaky. <laughs> but, but yeah, I mean, a lot of things could have happened. I mean, it was a lot of irresponsibility in that whole situation. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know, I, like, my, you know, I don't know if I'm going to have my... Because I don't know, they dropped the charges of murder. I don't know if they... You know, because I don't know if you're allowed to just walk around with a pistol in Chicago, but I, I guess they let that slide too. I don't know what happened. I don't know. Was it the mom's pistol? Who the fuck knows? Even if it was, he's lucky the guy didn't have a pistol. <laughs> I mean, like like I said, that situation could go all type of different ways, and and that's what I mean. Is it like because it's like did you because 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 we're we're satisfied with the outcome because the the bad guy or the worst guy in the situation uh, is the one that got hurt. But it could have went the whole other way is what I'm saying. And so it's like, you know, you, it could have been the mama that got hurt. It could have been the son that got hurt. It could have been the same situation except both of them went to prison. You know? So it's like... Or a bystander got hurt. There's that one guy with the cigarillo hanging out of his mouth. Yep. He's like, he's the smartest one because he saw what was happening. He bounced. Yeah, or the bystander got hurt. Yeah, yeah, exactly. See, I'm not, I'm that dude. I'm not sitting there with my phone out and none of that other shit. Once I feel the, my spidey sense tingling, I'm out. <laughs> I don't be asking permission. I don't like it, no matter where I am. If I'm at a party, whatever the fuck. Like if I just got that feeling, I leave. I leave immediately. I'm not saying goodbye. I'm not stopping the chit chat. You know what I mean? It was like, Brian, where you go? I'm, I'll say whatever I got to say while I'm moving towards the door. But it's like something ain't right. Something ain't right. I can feel something. I'm out. You know, because I've been in that situation way too many times. So the it, it looks like the gun was the mom's. She's the one that had the FOID card, which is what you need in Chicago in Cook County. Okay. You need a um, firearm owner, firearm owner or ownership identification document, something like that. Uh, the firearm owner's identification card, um, and she also had a concealed carry permit, according to this article. Hell yeah. So. So she's a responsible citizen. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, but then why? But then, but then she left the gun in the car with a fourteen-year-old. I guess. So I don't know. Well, yeah, but at the same time, ways. at the same time, though, it's like okay. So here's here's my my view on that. Okay. If if you're gonna own a if you're gonna own weapons and have children, 
you you have to teach them. You know, you have to teach. You, you can't hide it from them. You know what I mean? It's like you have to teach sure. them. It's because it's, you know it's no different than hiding all the knives in the house or hide, or locking them out of the kitchen so they can't get near the stove. It's like you have to teach them that what's dangerous and what ain't. You know, it's like it's because you'll never you never know what situation you're gonna be in where they're gonna they're gonna be near it. It's gonna be out. You know what I mean? You could be cleaning it and fucking have a stroke and pass out. It's like there's so many other, so many scenarios where your child could be right. around the weapon, and 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 the less. The less they know, the more dangerous the situation is, to me. Yeah. You know, strong agree. So, so uh, you know, baby, you know, I don't know what kind of person this this woman is. You know, and but it sounds like, you know, because most of the time, listen, if you're a piece of shit, you don't got your paperwork together. You know what I'm saying? If she got her paperwork together, <laughs> that changes that changes my all my what ifs. That that eliminates a lot of the what ifs. Um, you know. But who who knows? And what 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 was the name of this business? What was in there? What, what was it? Was what was was it a chicken spot? What was it? I don't remember. Let's see. I mean, it doesn't really say at the two articles that I'm looking at. It just says entered the restaurant. Uh, oh, Maxwell Street Express. Here's here's the wildest shit to me though. Right <clears throat> is according to the to this article. I think. The article I pulled up was uh was from oh well goddamn it Instagram <laughs> um it was like it was like from Chicago CBS Chicago or something like that five CBS five or something like that but according to that <clears throat> the charges were dropped because the the video the prosecutor eventually saw the video of her being punched before the shooting now I'm not sure what the fuck that means because the only video is shows her being punched there's not other videos. Right, so some of them cut off before he starts swinging for okay. whatever reason. Okay, and and so they initially charged it's the same her. Video, it's the, it's the same video. It's the same video. Okay, but also here's the other thing: is like, are they saying that? Because listen, theoretically, we live in a innocent until proven guilty type situation, right? Is that that's what we that's what we're told? So are they saying that that without the video showing that she was attacked first? That they she would have gone to prison. Well, no, not necessarily. She might have she might have gone to court, and then they would have had witnesses come in and say, "Yeah, he we saw him." Yeah, but you talked to all you, three times. You talked to all the witnesses before all that. But didn't they leave too? Like right after? Uh, um. I, well, yeah, I think. She, yeah, they know. they fled the scene after, but they did turn themselves in. Okay. Yeah, and, and here's the other thing: is like the way it was reported was that she told the boy to shoot the witnesses, mm-hmm. but the, you know it, the, the other motherfucker could have been involved as well. She, she didn't say shoot everybody; she said shoot him too. Yeah, right. So who the know? Who the fuck knows what was going on in there? But you know, it's unfortunate. You know, um, I mean, you're you're bringing up a good point though, which is when should the investigation? happen obviously the investigation should happen before the charges are brought that's what i say that's what and i say the, pro- the 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 problem was they were they were charged before they were charged and then they did the investigation and then the investigation prompted them to drop the charges charges should not have been brought until they felt that they had an appropriate case to bring yeah, and we all and, know and you why. And you need to investigate first. 
Don't we? Don't we all the way? <laughs> all right, we don't got to bring it up, but we can. They, wa- they finally watch the video. They go, "Oh, this guy's black. We don't really care." Oh, right, <laughs> right. Yeah, he's he only he only yelling. I mean, come on. <laughs> come on, who do we do kill here? Come on, what are we talking about? Uh, um, this this uh, it looks like Maxwell Street Express is you know one of your classic. Uh, they pretty much got everything. Oh, like a menu. hood, like a hood, a hood carryout. It's, it's a hood joint. Yeah, it's a okay. hood carryout with just like. Steak sandwiches, tacos, chicken wings, pork chop sandwiches, Polish sausage, yada, yada, yada. Okay. Oh, we forgot right at the top to do the uh, all the little plugs. Um, don't forget to follow me at BS Comedian on all my socials. If you've got any questions, comments, concerns, you want advice from the advice champ, email me at bswithbrownsomson at gmail.com or leave a voicemail at 323-451-1980. Um, also, don't forget, I'm coming to Denver. I'm coming to Denver, Colorado, um, July 24th. No, wait a minute. I've got it all backwards. It's not even that. It's, move, bitch. It's July 13th, 14th, and 15th. I'll also be in West Nyack, New York, July 20th, 21st, and 22nd. Um, also, every uh, uh, this coming Tuesday and every Tuesday, bottom of the barrel at the Comedy Mothership in Austin, Texas, over here on 6th Street. Don't forget to get your tickets at 7.30 and 10.30. The 7.30 show sells out pretty quickly um, every week when it goes on sale. The, and there's usually probably 15, 20 tickets left for the 10.30 show. Um, so that's your best bet if you're trying to get up in there. And you never know who pop in. show also has uh, some pretty good pop-ins and drop-ins. Yeah, you never know. You never know who pop in and drop in. You know, I put it like this: any comedian that's in the building might pop in on bottom of the barrel. Everyone loves it. Um, it's it's a challenge. You know, it's something different. It's not. It's a different show every week because it's random. It's from audience suggestions. Um, some of the audiences are fucking stupid, though. Um, you know, but that's just what happens when you get a large group of people together. Some people are going to be dumb. You know what I mean? Um, we also we're sponsored by Bug Assault. They give us uh, free fly guns. Pistols and rifles that we give out as prizes when I hear a particularly good suggestion from one of the audience members, um, I give them a gun. It's it's a, it's a shoot salt. It's, <laughs> it's supposed to kill bugs, like knock them out of the sky and all this other stuff. Um, yeah, so all those other things. Um, so what's the elephant in the room? Oh, the Russian coup fizzles. Three million, 3M has to pay billions for Forever Chemicals penis implant. Okay, yeah. The Russian coup. Now, what the fuck was that? Like, okay. I know, this is what all I know about it, Rob. Uh, sure. If, is, this, is this the top story? Okay. I mean, that that was probably the biggest story over the weekend, I think. It felt like a dud to me. I mean, or maybe, you know what? Maybe it's not over, though. But it feels like, uh, so Russia, Russia's at war with Ukraine. People care for some reason. Um um, you know, for a lot of people, you know, for a lot of people in in my community, it's just whites versus whites. You know, <laughs> I, I guess like if you, you know, like if if you put a gun to my head, who who are the bad guys? I mean, maybe Putin. You know, I think Putin's probably the bad guy in this situation. I mean, I don't know if I can go. Russia is the bad guy, like the Russian people, because like a lot of them don't want to want no bullshit. They just like the American people. They're like, what is this bullshit? 
you know, but they don't have no control mm-hmm. over it. And mm-hmm. uh, Russia, uh, Putin had like a private military force, kind of like our version of Blackwater called the uh, uh, Wagner. The, the Wagner Group. Um, and I guess over there, Wagner's some cool shit to say. Um, and because uh, <laughs> why, why would you name your mercenary group Wagner unless it was like some dope shit in Russia? You know what I mean? Like our shit's Blackwater. Which is which is a cool thing for a shady. Um, anyway, so they were basically private troops that could sort of skirt around, you know, do what our real troops aren't technically legally allowed to do. Even though it seems like Putin doesn't really care about the law to that degree, but um, you know, but they had beef with the regular military people the way they their troops were being because because listen, Wagner recruited most of his troops from prison so he was like i'm gonna go get some hard motherfuckers offer them freedom so they can go do dirty shit over there in ukraine you know what i'm saying like they 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 willing to do dirt shit and and what's wild is i think the last dispute was that wagner was trying to stop the regular army from firing at a civilian convoy and you would think it would be the prisoners that would like you would think it would be the army of prison prisoners that would shoot at civilians but but the but you know, a lot of the criminals have like an honor thing, like a weird honor thing about women and kids, and all right. And and it's it's it, and this is why this was my experience in our military, and is that everybody can't handle having power, and it's always the fucking cowards that want to f- bully people and fuck with innocent people and the shit like that, right? Anyway. Um, Wagner got he had a lot of beef with the with the people that were running the war, not necessarily with with Putin. And this motherfucker marched. He marched on Moscow. He took over a base close to Moscow and started marching towards that motherfucker. And people was joining him like nobody really stopped him. It wasn't a lot of bloodshed. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So it was one of those wild things. And then Putin got on TV and said they was traitors and they would be punished to the fullest extent. And whoop de whoop de whoop. And I think this is the first time since I've been, Putin's been in charge of Russia. For almost my whole life. And mm-hmm. through various means. Like he he only been the president for like 15 years or 20 years or something like that. But he been running the motherfucker for like 30. Right? Something like that. So this is the first time I've ever heard of of his power within the country being being challenged in a in a meaningful way. So anyway. It was a big. It was a lot going on, a lot going on, a lot going on, and I woke up the next day and it was nothing going on. Like they said, you know, he was going back to what was it, not Chechnya. What was he going back to? Belarus. Yeah, he was going back to Belarus. The leader of Wagner Group, and I, I can't remember his name either. He, he was a. Uh, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna fuck up the pronunciation, but it's Prigozhin, Yevgeny Prigozhin. What's the last name? Prigozhin. P r i g o z h i n. I'm butchering that, but that's that's how you spell it. Um, no, I think okay. Prigozhin. P r i g. Prigozhin. P r i g o z h i n. Okay. Well, this motherfucker is going back to uh, where is it? Belarus. Belarus, right? He's going back to Belarus. I guess the Belarusian president was negotiated the trees. A truce. Uh, none of his troops will be prosecuted. Uh, blah 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 blah. But he's still talking shit. So, <laughs> so you know that's what happened. So it, it was it was a lot. It was nothing. And then the next day it was a little something because he came he came back still talking shit because he he's pissed about something. You know what I mean? Because this was Putin's right hand man with his own private army. 
that did all of the little dirty work. And now he and he and he has not directly challenged Putin. He, his problem is with the other people in charge of the military. And so I don't know if they're gonna be removed. I don't know if he gonna get if Putin gonna snatch his ass up, poison him. Because he's old anyway, you know. My understanding was that um so they're this private military force, and one of the issues is that they're sometimes given orders by the Russian military brass that they reject. And so some of the top brass in the Russian military wanted to fold the Wagner group into the official Russian military so they would be forced to, to, to carry out the missions in the manner that the Russian military wanted them to. And he was like, if I do that, if I allow that to happen, then you're putting my, my guys in danger because he doesn't really trust the efficacy or the skill of, oh yeah of the military leaders that uh, have traditional botched. russian military yeah. <laughs> yeah well yeah because they are they are they are at at best at a, in a stalemate with a country that is 20 times smaller you know i know obviously that's not that's not necessarily fair because they're being financially and and substantially backed by the rest of the world and stuff like that but but still we're not, we're not sending troops officially over there so yeah, it, it, it's wild that they losing that they they're they're at worst losing at best at a stalemate with Ukraine. So yeah. you know maybe they don't know what they're doing. You know how they found like an extra six billion dollars and they gave it to Ukraine, the American government. What if that extra six billion dollars was given to him and they're like, hey, we'll give you six billion, and you go back. Well, yeah, back maybe back. they found that maybe they found that six billion dollars from all the money we lost in Afghanistan and in Iraq. Every time there's a war, there's, it's a fire sale. People, people are stealing. People are losing money. People are getting raped. People are getting displaced. Infrastructure's being destroyed. All those things. Well, I believe the $6 billion wasn't cash. It was uh, an undercounting of the the value of weapons that we gave to Ukraine, right? Is that um, what it was? Mm-hmm. Accounting error. Maybe he found the, you know, accounting error. And they're <laughs> like, hey, we'll give you $6 billion. Just go attack. Okay, now um, next story. This guy, this was it a billionaire? He died from getting a penis implant. Tell me about this. What's going on? Nobody wants to watch you adjust your junk. I know it's hot outside and that your dick is sticking to your leg, but there's a better way to live. She's underwear keeps things breezy down there with one pouch for your dick and one for your balls. You'll be comfortable no matter the weather. Whatever underwear style you're into, Sheath has a color or pattern you'll love. Keep it classic and neutrals or check out their collabs with Michael Malice or Cowboy Cerrone. Um, yeah, I use Sheath. Um, I replaced all my underwear with Sheath because I like having a pocket uh, for my balls so they don't stick to my legs. That's the big key right there. And, you know, especially as you get, you know, some of you young men don't get it yet, but like, you know, as you get a little older, your balls are going to hang, especially in the summertime, your balls going to hang lower, you know, and, and your balls sticking to your leg is just, a, it's just a daily aggravation for some men. I can't do it. I can't do it no more. Um, and we didn't forget about our sweaty boobed listeners. Some, summertime can be brutal for you too. Check out Sheath Sports Bras, bikini briefs, and boy shorts to keep it breezy and trendy. Yeah, aerate that pussy. Go to sheathunderwear.com and use code BS to get 20% off your first order. Plus, Sheath's underwear is 100% money back. Guarantee that sheathunderwear.com. Promo code BS. Get Sheath underwear. Support the show. Support your balls. 
this was an article by ProPublica uh, titled, oh, where, where'd it go? ProPublica, is that legitimate? Inside, yeah, yeah, that's a legitimate um, investigative journalism outlet. It says, uh, inside the secretive world of penile enlargement. And this is... Uh, is it a secret? This isn't really like a top. <laughs> well, well, uh, I think what's interesting is that this guy, there's something called the penuma, which was invented by James Elist, a urologist that TMZ describes as the Thomas Edison of penis surgery. It is a... Uh, it's a surgery that is, I believe, the only FDA-approved penile implant. What is the approval process? So, then? so what it is? It's like a, it's like a semi-rigid hot dog bun shaped. Well, shaped okay. uh, well no, Rob, we don't got to uh, get into the, to the visuals. Uh, what, <laughs> what I'm saying is, how does it get approved by the FDA? If they like, you would think they would have to see some, they would have to see some finished dicks before they go. Yeah, yeah, yeah this is good for everybody. Well, I, what I what I think happened was I think they I think they approved the material that the implant was made from, and the guy who invented this thing is pretending as if like he's pitching it as if the FDA approved it for the actual purpose of penile enlargement, like as if the FDA said that says it works, which that is not what they've said. It's just that the material that it's made out of is approved for use in human beings. So a little bit of a slippery, a uh, little bit of a, of a of a slippery advertising campaign, I would say. Mm. Hey, listen, Rob, this is a perfect time to play a clip from a few weeks ago. You got what you got. <laughs> we already talked about this, right? Mm-hmm. You got what you got. Yeah, yep, got yep. what you got. There's no listen now. It, if the day comes where they got penis transplants. You know, maybe that might be, but 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 in terms of you stretching or adding to what you had, it's like because I, I believe this guy was a billionaire, correct? Which guy? This guy that died from the penis implants. Did somebody die from the penis implant? Billionaire? Uh, that, that's not in this article, but maybe that's in another. Oh, so women? That's that's not what I thought. That's what we were talking about. Mm-mm. Oh uh, uh, no no! See, I thought. See, well, oh, I just. This is, I mean, this is. Oh, this this is an older. This is that's an older uh, article. That's from 2019. You're talking about the diamond trading billionaire Ehud Aria Laniato. Mm, I don't remember his name. I just know I, I saw it yesterday. Somebody a bit a, a rich man died from trying to get his, his dick bigger. Yeah, that happened in 2019. 65-year-old diamond tycoon had a uh, suffered a heart attack during a penis enlargement surgery. I don't believe that that was the penuma, though. I think that that is the, if you want to call it traditional, more traditional penis enlargement. Uh, <laughs> no, actually, nope. Nope, it is penuma. It is the penuma. It's just that that's from 2019. The ProPublica article is from this year. Okay, but it is the uh, it is the Penuma, which was created by that E-list guy. Um, the uh, the the other one that most people get is some sort of filler injections, which is sort of like a that's temporary. You know, they they 
yeah, that's temporary. Is it? Body, is, it, but is, it is that the same stuff they do lip injections with? Like they can, because they can either use. I just don't know, they can, man. They can Listen. either use fat from your own body, which your body breaks down, or they can use more inert materials, which are similar to like the butt lifts and stuff like that. Yeah, man. I mean, the article should be called "The Secretive World of Dudes with Small Dicks," because it's not that many of them. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? That see, guys, listen out here. Listen, if you're average, you're average. I think the average is five and a half inches erect, something like that. Something like that. And if you and if you're a little lower than that, whatever. But it's like it's like five to seven, something like that, right? Depend. And it and actually it varies by continent, right? So, <clears throat> I think I think five and a half is the average American penis. Now, listen. If you're if you're anywhere from that five to nine range, you're fine. You're fine. Talk to women. You're fine. Not to, and listen. Not what I'm saying. Listen. There's women out there that are uh, size queens, and they want the bigger the better type shit. But they're also very rare. Very. You know what I mean? It's like it's not. Mm-hmm. A, they all talk like that, but most of them can't. They don't want no dick like that. They they think they do. They think they want. Um, you know, because here's, here's, here's what I'm trying to say. The reason why I, there are real size queens out there, but the reason why most women think they want a dick of X inches is because mo- most men lie about how big their dicks are. So they might be getting a six inch dick that they think is an eight inch dick. You know what I mean? Or whatever. So, but it's like for real, for real, if you was, if you pull out a 10 inch dick for most women, they're going to be like, I'm good. You know what I mean, or they or they might <laughs> fake and try and be like it hurts. So, like they ain't they ain't out here just taking no no motherfucking hammer like that. You know what I mean? Most ain't. Yeah. So my point is, is like you don't gotta have no hammer. You know, cause you you watching too much porn is like you, those guys. That's why they're in porn. It's because they ha- they're they're above average in in penis size and ability to stay hard and all of that other stuff. But it's like that's like you watching basketball being mad that you're not fucking six ten or seven seven two or whatever. You know, it's like. It's not you. You now listen. The, but, the I think the male equivalent is like men who say they want to date a freak. Oh right, right. Where right. it's like, yeah, yeah. It's like it's like number one. Most of them they really don't. Right. Most you people, don't. You, most you, men. You can't, can't handle a real that. freak. Yeah. You, you know. Can't what I'm handle saying? a real freak. Now that doesn't mean that maybe it was fun when you like dated that one freak for a month when you were 25 and you could handle it then, but now you're in your thirties and you can't handle a freak. That's fine too. But the reality is that most men really don't want a freak the way that they talk about it. Most women don't want a dude with a hammer the way a lot of them talk about it. Now, my point is the whole point I'm trying to make is that the, the amount of dudes that actually have a, a, a penis that's so small that that it's a that's that it's going to be an issue in all of their relationships is it's that's a that's a small percentage of the population. I want to know what percentage it is actually. Um, I think South Korea micro penis is very rare, affecting about zero point six percent of people worldwide. Okay, but look, but no, but my, micro penises that's a that's a whole other thing. I'm not talking about micro penises, but I'm talking about sm- just small penises, like under under the average. Below, actually, I guess below average means. Well, below average is going to be 49%. 49%, right. Yeah, so that's not insubstantial. But again. Well, okay, but let's, 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 let's lay it out, though. So it's like, no, no pun intended. But like, the, 
what you're talking about is there's if somebody has a five inch penis, that's below average, but that's not a problem. Right. You can exactly. do what you need to do yeah, precisely, with precisely. a five inch penis. For the vast, vast majority of women, they're okay with like like that's that's more than enough right. to do the job. I mean, you definitely got to get your core together though. If you fuck, if y'all did fucking, with, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. If y'all did fucking with a five inch dick, you go, you you got to have your core strength and endurance up because you go have to be hitting these angles and all that. Also, girth matters. So that's a that's a whole other thing. Length, a lot is made, a lot is made of length. But I think that I think the vast majority of Women again will tell you that girth is equally, if not more important. Like once you once you're at a certain length, girth matters more. So that's a whole other thing. But again, if you out there fucking with a five inch dick, you know, yeah, you gonna have to have your shit together. Maybe get your pussy eating skills up. You know, all of that. But yeah, it's a skill issue. You uh, just gotta get good. But my point is, you're you if you're a, if you're a if you're a male in America, your your chances are your penis is not. Is not so small that you need to risk your life um, to make it bigger. That's all I'm saying. That's what I guess. That's the whole point of what I'm trying to say. Is it, you know? Because none of that other shit works. Penis pumps, penis pills. None of that shit works. None of that shit will make you. You know, you gonna be. You got what you got. You got what you got. Stop risking it out here. You know. Um, <clears throat> with, with you know. Again, but who am I? There's motherfuckers out here. Like I just I just uh, read about a dude that did surgery. So he could be taller. I think they added two or three inches to his height. Oh, where they like cut your legs, your leg bones, and stretch them out? Yeah, or some. I don't know where they get the extra bone from. And well, I mean, the, there there's a there is a a procedure where they basically they have these braces on your legs and they cut the bone and then they crank the braces to stretch to stretch your leg just you know a millimeter. At a time, and the bone is like growing together, and they 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 constantly until the um, heals until it's but how long does that yeah, take? Until, and it takes it takes years. It takes years to fully heal, and there's some issues where, you know, normally if you break a bone and then you and then it fuses back together, the fuse point is actually stronger than the rest of the bone surrounding it. But I think there are some issues. With the limb lengthening surgery, so 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 you so you limping around, but I could be wrong about that. You limping around for years, so you can be a little bit taller. In that movie about Saddam Hussein's son, the twin that Saddam Hussein's son had, they had to do that surgery and they made him taller, and he can't walk at all. He's like in a wheelchair during that time. What about now? Um, I don't even know if that guy's still alive. Is he Duncan? He only went up, I think, two, well, two inches is a lot. Two inches in height? I mean, yeah, but you could just get rich. Like I, you know, I don't know, man, because it's weird because I'm, I'm, I guess I'm one of the very few short people that has never had short man comp syndrome. You know what I mean? Like, I've never. You don't come off as short, though. Well, that's what I mean is because. There is an element of that. My height, very rarely in my life has my height made me feel insecure. I, I I can only think of one time, and then I got the fuck over that real quick because I was like, "Oh, I'm a beast." <laughs> like I don't, and I'm not saying I ain't, I've never been insecure, but I'm just saying not for that reason, you know. Uh, so this says it uh, says in most cases you wear it, so you have to adjust it uh, multiple times a day. 
after you get the after you get the surgery that severs the bone and then installs the device that stretches actually so you're actually adjusting it yourself multiple times a day according to you know doctors uh, orders or whatever and meanwhile you are doing physical therapy the maximum is like six inches but that's like very that's extraordinarily rare that that's happened that it's been that much but how, and it's about uh two sh- inches every six months but show me somebody where it's worked though like where they back sure. walking fully where you know they, because what what else what is the point of that because here's the other side of it how, how much taller can your legs be before your body look weird because your spine ain't that big, your arms are not like you. You like. I guess love yourself. I guess regardless. I don't know that the. That, All right, here's here's a here's a picture. So you can see this guy on the right. He's. All of the length comes from your your lower leg. Oh wow. Okay, I mean, I guess. So they um, cut your shin. Yeah, they cut your shin. If you look here, you can so, see. So, this, so this so guy's fully. The re- so the re- the reason the reason why they they created this this surgery is for kids who had, um, you know, a, a a bone deformity, right, where one leg was significantly shorter than the other, or curved, or something like that. And obviously, it's a little bit. I'm not going to say easier, but more effective when you're talking about a child who's still growing and you can try to get one leg to catch up to the other one, right? And then they're still building their coordination. It's a little bit different when it's a cosmetic surgery that an adult is undergoing. Yeah, yeah I can see it, I guess. I Because here's the other side of it. Okay, go, go back to showing that one, the Asian man. Because here's the other side of this, right, is... So say you say you okay you you some miracle worker, you know, and you you get the full six inch height out of that, right? Now people gonna expect you to have that hammer. You know what I mean? You you, you go from five six to six one, and people gonna expect and you skinny like this. People people women expect tall skinny people to be walking around with that hammer. And and you not so you gonna have to have both surgery. Now you taking double the risk. You know, and you, or you're disappointing people. You know. See, this is this is why people do it. Look at the look at this guy, eye level with this lady, and then here, her eyes are at his chin. That's why these. Wow. That's why. Eh, just just get over it, man. Just oh, so you can look you d- different in pictures. I mean, <laughs> oh wow, well, no way. That's people real. Get, that guy went from that guy went from dwarf. To not dwarf, I guess. I was gonna say normal, but I would have got backlash for that. I went from well, I guess I just said it. Okay, I mean, listen, well, you know this, what? This woman got limb limb straightening as well. Okay, yeah, well that worked. But out. so, but but it, but this worked out. But also, now she has a a dwarf's body, like a upper body, and then like legs. I don't know, just. I mean, there's nothing wrong with being a dwarf. You were you were trying not to say normal <laughs> legs. <laughs> he, was, he, he whenever Rob thinks of a word that he doesn't want to say, he goes. Da, da, da. So Uday Hussein, his son was six six. 
So his double had to be taller. So Oh, they made the double get taller. Yeah. Oh, uh, or okay. Well, yeah, you know. Um Yeah, you know what? I guess look, man, whatever you got to do for you to feel better, you know, for you to feel better about yourself, I guess that's that's important. <clears throat> but risking your life, I mean, I I I suppose this this uh this leg straightening thing is not really that much of a risk um compared to like having somebody cut into your penis. You know, you're not gambling your penis away. You know, this surgery right. fails. At worst, you're back to the height you were, I suppose. Um, but, God, I can't imagine getting my leg. I can't imagine. I mean, I, I've and here's another thing. I've never lied about my height. I'm five foot six. I've never said different. You know, it's a, I, I guess. Uh, but I guess because I've always been a bigger person, you know. And I think my, bro, my, my, older, my oldest brother is five eight. But he was always like, you know, prom king, captain of the football team, you know, I was there with me. So it was like it, it, I never saw it as like a like a disadvantage, you know, I guess. Now, look, it is easier for taller men to get women. Mm-hmm. That's sure. just, but it's like but that's like or, or I'll say this. It's easier for a taller man to get a woman's attention. You know, just like it's easy, it's easier for a woman with big old titties or fat ass to get a man's attention. Now, retaining them is a whole other thing. But yeah, it is a trait that is more that is attractive. But there are other traits that are attractive. You know what I'm saying? You can, um, you know, you can be handsome. You can be a pretty boy. You can be very, very well dressed. You know, you can be very, very charming. You can be, you know, you could have that hammer on you. You could stand on your wallet. You could be rich. I mean, listen, being rich solves a whole bunch of shit. Being rich makes up for like three or four deficiencies for men. Mm-hmm. I don't think being rich make I don't think being rich makes it easier for um, women to, to as much as it does for men. You know? No, I don't think it does. No, or just, or not even not even rich, but just like just well off. I don't think being well off makes is it makes it easier for women than it does than, as it does. For men. But yeah, but there's a whole bunch of things. Uh, that, it can though, because I mean, I, I mean, I've definitely dated women where it's like they just didn't have their fucking life together. That was a turnoff. Well, yeah, but that's not the same thing as I, like I'm. I'm. I'm just talking about. Um, because yeah, because you're right. It's a turnoff when somebody is completely fucking chaos. But I think that's just because men don't men need order. At home, like we don't need extra chaos. You know what I mean? That's like unattractive. But but I'm yeah. but I don't mean chaotic. I just mean like I don't mean in order. I just mean like making a lot of money. You know, mm. like if like yeah, yeah. making a lot of money doesn't make. I mean, very rarely do you hear. I would I, I would I would actually say that I think for a lot of men, it is emasculating if. Their make partner, more right, right. There, there, there's makes a very a lot, makes it makes a significant amount more money than you. That can be emasculating for a lot of the, men. The two kinds of men that are fine with that are like, um, like like users, like pimps and and um, what do you call them, gigolos and shit like that, <laughs> or or um, or uh, hmm, I lost Smart my train of thought, huh? Uh, loading. Um, I'd say smart men. I think I I would love I would love if my wife made five times as much money as me. Like I mean, like kept That'd men. Be fantastic. No, like yeah, I wouldn't have a problem. My woman made more money than me, but you know, as long as I'm making money, like the type of dudes that are like, sure, be, like kept men. That's weird to me. You know, 
It's like saying Oprah's not any hotter just for the money she has. Oprah is not hotter for the money she has. You know what I mean? And, 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 You're talking and, about like male sugar babies. Right, right. Like there's men that are like, they out there looking for women to take care of them, but they don't, they don't really love her. You know what I mean? I guess, and I guess there's a lot of women out there that do that too, but, to, but it's like, but to, but, but a man with money is literally more attractive to gen- women in general. You know what I mean? And I don't, and I, I'm not, I'm not making that up. That's just what it is. You know, to, you ask the average woman, men, men get more attractive as we get older because we tend to be more established, you know? So, so it's like, it's like, but but a man a man like well, this this is what I'll say this is what I'm trying to say let me let me let me get it out clearly. If you see a, if you you take the list of traits that men say they they find attractive in women on average, and you find a woman that is lacking several of those traits, her having a million dollars doesn't make up for that. Not to say she can't get laid, not to say somebody won't use her or whatever. But a man but you but you see a man that's like you know women say they want you to, they want you to be tall, handsome, fit. Um, you know, charming, all these other things, and you could you could be missing like five of those, but you you own your own business that's successful, and it's like that makes you more attractive. You know what I'm saying? You you pull up, you see, uh, uh, you know, the average woman see a man pull up in a, you know, in a Range Rover, they're gonna be like, oh, you know what I mean? <laughs> if you see if you see a woman pull up, if if a woman pulls up in a Range Rover, and, and the men look, they looking at the car. Yep. You know what I mean? Unless a bad bitch step out of there, they looking at the car. You know what I'm saying? A, a man pull up in a Range Rover, I feel like the average woman is looking at the man. Going, well, that says more about women than it does men, though. Well, I, no, I just think it's the way the way I think it's the way that we are um, socialized. It's just, it's you know it's like women are looking for security. You know what I mean? And and men are looking for. Um, Servitude, or or I don't know what the fuck. I don't know. I don't even know what it is. You know, but it, it it's. I think it's just the nature of women being choosers, right? Because being getting pregnant is a risk to them. You know, it's like it's so. It's like they're 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 picky, selective choosers. So they're looking for. I mean, some, I'm just talking about their lizard brain. I'm not saying they aren't intellectually intelligent women out there that can discern X Y Z. But I but I just mean in general, they're looking for a someone that. Where that can take care of that when if they ever made the mistake of getting pregnant by some by somebody, you know. I mean, it's it's that that's the nature part. There's also, like you said, there's a nurture part where you know in this country and most countries for a long time women couldn't even have a credit card or a bank account or start a business or own property. Or right, right. Whoop 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 whoop. Right. So the only way for them to have financial stability was to. Uh, gain a male partner who could provide those things for them because they were just literally barred from achieving them for themselves. Right, right. Yeah, and, 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 and even though now, and, and even though now like, women women can own businesses and stuff like that, that the you know the, the history doesn't like stop one day. You I know, know, I know. There, it was the like, effects of that. It was such a mistake to let women own stuff. You know what I mean? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> No, but but, but uh, also it's like what's impressive to your friends. You know what I'm saying? If you walk if you walk in with a if you walk in with a woman that look like Quasimodo, your friends <laughs> gonna be like, "What the fuck?" And you gonna be like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." But she own um, <laughs> okay. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But if, <laughs> but if a but if but if a woman if a woman walk in with, with me and they go, she, you know, he 
he he overweight. He's not particularly fashionable. Yeah, but yeah, you know, but he owns the fucking Kruger grocery store over there. They're like, okay, go ahead, girl. You know, it's like it's a whole other thing. It's like what's impressive to the people that you're trying to impress. That's a whole other thing. So I don't know. I don't know what it is. You know, um, I didn't make the rules. Okay, I just enforced them. Okay, I, I, <laughs> I benefit from the status quo. Okay, um, let's move on to this email. Man, I feel like every time we talk about men, women stuff, I always feel like we should have a woman around. And I, and I, I we, we should we need like a woman with like a uh, like a hotline, like a woman we can call when women stuff comes. Up. <laughs> because I hate because I know that like our female listeners be watching, going like screaming shit back at the uh, whatever. And I was like, I, I I want your opinion. I don't know what I'm talking about. That's that's yeah. a, that's send, send us thing. an email. Listen. Send us a voicemail. Let us know what we got wrong. Yeah. Also, like I'm always wrong. That's why the show's called bullshit. You know, it's like, you know, it's it's it's, it's BS. But you know, and those are my initials. But you know, what I'm saying it's like I just be I just be talking out my ass. I don't know everything. You know, I do know I know experts. most things. I'm an expert on a lot. I mean, I'm always right. Most like 90 percent of the time, I'm right. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I know what I know. Have you seen? Okay, so this is an email from a fan here. Um, hey Brian, uh, hey Brian and fam. Have you seen the show Class of 09 on Hulu? I was really surprised how close to reality the show is when it comes to AI. The FBI basically merged an Amazon-like predictive algorithm that tries to learn everything about you from all sources to guess what your purchasing interests are with every criminal database in the country with the goal of creating a list of every possible suspect for a particular crime and then rank them in order of who is most likely the perpetrator. The goal was to end discrimination because, according to the AI, everyone was a suspect until proven innocent instead of the other way around. It starts off great but ends horribly, as you can imagine, obviously. Curious what you think of the idea and how close... to it, do you think we are? It seems like with how fast chat GPT can process tons of data, all you would need to do is connect it with Prism and the FBI database to start this program. One of the big issues you run into is that you could basically point this chat FBI to any person or group of people, and because there are so many flaws, the AI will be able to find something or an interpretation of something that could be proven as illegal. It's kind of freaking me out. The more I think about it, um, I think we are pretty far away from this because, like, like we we talked about previously, but like, um, because um, the, so here's the other thing: we, advertisers and in our media, they they are the most evil. Um, institutions in the history of humanity because um, I saw Denzel Washington talking about this recently, but it's like they we're past the point where they even care about being right. They just want to be first. They want, they want to have the scoop. They want to be sensational and they'll lie and misinform people and use improper terms because I think, um, I think the fact that AI is being used um, so ubiquitously to, to apply to any sort of machine learning type situation, it's it's confusing to the average person that doesn't understand it. Like this isn't re- what we are using now: the Chat GPTs and the Bings, and it's not really artificial intelligence in the way that the average person would 
think of it in their mind. It's not smart, right? It's just uh, it's it's just an advanced algorithm, but it's not actually thinking and coming up with things on its own. Not yet, anyway. So, um, or it's really really smart and it's fooling us into thinking it's dumb. You know, but that's a that's a whole other thing. But my point is. I think we would need an actual intelligence, an actual inte- artificial intelligence to get to this point, like like Minority Report type shit. Um, um, so it's not freaking me out just yet. I mean, because here's the truth. It's like either we're nowhere near this being possible or uh, the AI that is smarter than us already exists and it's set already laying the groundwork to destroy us anyway. So... Well, here's here's a third option. There's a third option, which is that it doesn't work, but we treat it as if it does, which is probably the most dangerous version. Right. Like in the same way, like we brought up how ChatGPT hallucinates information, right? So it will spit back out uh, um, a, a review of some like body of information, and it's incorrect. See, that's another thing. So scientists suck at naming stuff. Why would you call them hallucinations? It's like think think about how much that would mislead the average person. Why would you call it a hallucination? It's just confusing. Well, the scientists didn't come up with that term. The people who are selling the technology came up with that term. And a lot of this, a lot of this, a lot of these fears that people are talking about from ChatGPT, it's actually just hype from the people who are selling the technology right, because right. they want us to believe that it's more powerful than it actually is. Yeah, those are the people that need to be arrested. The, 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 the people in charge of writing headlines and stuff like that. Because this is what I do. Every single time that any website gives me a, like, because, um, you know, I, I wake up and I go to my Google feed. Like, like uh, you know, I don't know what it is mm-hmm. on iPhones, but like I, maybe they have Apple News, but it's like a, you just swipe to a screen and it shows you all the local news. And there's headlines and stuff based yeah. on what you normally search. And so anytime anytime I see a misleading headline, I tell Google don't show, don't ever show me anything from that website again. You know what I mean? Because I don't like I don't I don't want to reward those motherfuckers. It's like, you know, the type of people that just they they only care about the clicks. They they don't care if it, you know, if they misinform people to the point where like people die or are harmed or whatever. You know, they just care about and so I don't anytime it's a misleading headline, I'm like, fuck them all the way forever. No matter what website it is, even if it's the New York Times or whatever the fuck, you know. Yeah, cause how many how many times you remember you remember um there used to be this is back when everybody was on Facebook, there used to be a group on Facebook called um I fucking love science. You remember that? Mm-hmm. Y'all remember that? Yep. And when they first came Still out, around. it was cool as shit. And then they started doing that shit. You know, they got, I'm sure they got popular. They hired somebody and they started doing that shit where like, uh, you know, oh, hey, so we found life on Mars. And then you click on it and it's like, actually, we found um, uh, some carbon that could be the signature of a long gone. You know, it's, it's like, well, then just tell the truth. You know, mm-hmm. every every three months, a headline says we found life on Mars and then it turns out to be something else. You know, or or they or they'll you know I, I can't I can I can't think off the top of my head of all the other ways that or more egregious ways that they've done it, but I just it fuck it pisses me to fuck off. So anyway, I'm not worried about it. We got some voicemails here, Rob. Yes, we do. All right, hit me. Hey, what's up, Brian? Man, I love what you do. You're very very funny. I was wondering what's your take on strategy games on the PC. Um, 
of real time strategy, RTS, uh, like Asian empires, um, uh, uh, company of heroes. I think the other one is called iron harvest. I forgot what that, I haven't gotten that game yet, but it's kind of like company heroes. Um, yeah. Do you play them? Yeah. Do you like them? Do you enjoy them? Uh, I guess Warcraft, Warcraft before it was World of Warcraft, uh, for online. Um, whether that had a campaign and stuff like that. Though I wish they would have more World of Warcraft but with campaign and you don't have to go online. But anyways, let me know what you take is on that. Uh, yeah, have a good one, man. Love what you do. Very, very funny. Yeah, thank you. Um, so he, it, um, I don't, <clears throat> I guess his question is like, do I play, uh, strategy games. Well, listen. I played the fuck out of uh, Dawn of War two. In fact, that was the game that got me, that pulled me onto PC from console, like permanently. Dawn of War two, um, uh, Soulstorm. Like it, it was the perfect RTS game, so real time strategy game. And um, and I listen. I tried to get into. I bought every single four X game. I think for a long time and I tried to get into them all I play a little bit of Civilization um, uh, Age of Wonders 4 I like that one I played that one a bit but I just always lose interest you know I need a little I need a little more something I don't know if it's like they get too complex um, also the uh, the goddamn what you call it uh, the Warhammer um, the 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 newer Warhammer games, I, I I can't get into those either. I mean, I tried. Like, I think it's it's a cool concept. Um, I have them all, but I didn't buy them. And then also, it's like if you fall too far behind and you want to catch up and buy everything, they want like five six hundred dollars. So you know that ain't worth it to me for a game I might like or might not like. You know, so. Um, but I do like them. I I, I just uh, I haven't found one that is just the perfect because they're all there's so many different things that go into them. And I just haven't found one that was just like the perfect mix of stuff for for me. So for now, it's just Diablo Four and Overwatch. Also, the Diablo Four, uh, the Diablo Four obsession is kind of waning a bit. Um, uh, um, I'm I played up to level. I think I'm like at level eighty two, something like that. Um, and I realized like it's 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 more it's a very polished game, but it's very shallow. If that makes any sense. If mm-hmm. it seems like it was probably unfinished, like it was probably rushed out, you know, which is crazy to say for a game that has kind of had as few hitches as it has, but it feels like it needed a little. It, it was a, it's a great game. It needed a little more time to bake. You know, you can tell, and you can. What I'm saying is, <clears throat> the game is so polished and so well done that the parts of the game that that were unfinished or half-assed stand out. You know what I mean, and and there's a lot of little, you know, for a game that would have to have like you know hundreds of things that need that needed to be done and worked on, you know, there's probably a couple dozen things where you're like, well, somebody definitely dropped the ball right here. You know what I mean? You know, it's almost like how you can tell. It's almost like if you if you if you come if you come to a potluck dinner or whatever, and, and you know the store bought shit is gonna stand out over the shit that was home cooked. You know what I mean? It's like that kind of thing. It's like mm-hmm. all of this home cooking shit. 
was great and then some stuff was just kind of like left to the wayside and the more and now that i played the game so much it's like all those little things are starting to irritate me more and more um still a great game though but i just you know i want them to hurry up with the polish you know anyway um let me see here uh, what what would interest you in a new rts because i know like there's a new warhammer rts maybe if you what do you mean new you, you're you, looking for when people what, can what do you mean a new well, warhammer rts what new is? to you you were you were oh there's a um, warhammer age of sigmar realms of ruin is coming out uh i don't know when it's coming out this year sometime um mm. and they're you're saying that it's a return to StarCraft, old school. Oh, style. see, I'm with that. I'm with that. I'm with that. The base build, like, um, I, like, so we didn't make the distinction. There's real time strategy, and then there's 4X, and then there's yep. you know the, the turn based tactics games. I'm, I like the, I like the turn based tactics. I I can get into one of those like a, a XCOM type deal. Um, I can get into those real time strategy. It's been a long time since I played one because, like I said. Warhammer was the best one ever, and it, bro, I would just take Warhammer Two with updated graphics. That, that's what uh, uh, you, you know. It's like you know what I say that, but whenever companies do that, I'm always like, "What the fuck is this?" <laughs> you know, <laughs> do something new. You know, I'm not gonna pay full price because they because they, they always want to charge you full price. They you know they did that with Diablo Two. They re remastered it, remastered it, and then they charged sixty dollars for it. Y'all crazy, the motherfucker. Um, so yeah, um, I would be interested in that though. I love Warhammer. Uh, Real time strategy can scratch a certain itch for me, um, you know. Yeah, I can get into it. Oh, it's by the people. Uh, this Age of Sigmar is by the people who did Company of Heroes three. Okay, that doesn't make me excited. I mean, Company of Heroes was was cool for the people that liked it. I never got into it, you know, so I can't tell you one way or the other. But um, you know, I'm not mad at it. I think that's Relic still. Relic, you know, Relic, they can hit some home runs if they want to, you know, but they, I, I think that's the same company that went from, they went from Dawn of War 2 to Dawn of War 3, um, which wasn't great. Or, or, maybe, or maybe I'm, maybe I'm, maybe I have it mixed up. Dawn of War 1 was the one with Soulstorm, right? I think that's right. Okay, yeah, yeah, so, so, I'm, so I, I got it all backwards. Dawn of War 1 was amazing. I, that was real, real-time strategy. And they went to Dawn of War 2 and they tried some different shit that I, did, I wasn't feeling it. You know, so who knows? And Donald War Three was a big, giant fucking disappointment. <laughs> you know, um, I see, I see what they were going for there, and they just was—I was so hyped for that game, and then it just—it wasn't, it wasn't it. Okay, um, we got one more voicemail. Hey, what's up, Brian? It's your boy Chris, man. I I just watched your recent podcast, and it's, it's awesome, man. You're so fucking funny. Um, I love when you talk about video games. And I was wondering if you could do, um, you can review video games. So like you have podcast episodes where you review video games, uh, you know, any platform, you know, whatever you like. Um, I, th- I think that'd be really cool, man, because you're really fucking funny when you talk about them. All right. Have a good one, bud. Well, thank you. Thank you very much. Um, well, the truth is, I'm just funny when I'm genuinely complaining. And, um, and so that's all it is. That's just how I'm funny. I complain. Um <clears throat> Is there anything on the is there anything on the horizon that's coming out that you're excited for, video game wise? Uh, what's that? Is this what's, what's it called? You're saying, you're saying Starfield is coming out. Starfield, okay. Is that what is that what it is? The Bethesda game. Yeah, that's a new one. I'm excited yeah. for the potential of that one. Not enough to pre-order. I'm not gonna pre-order. You know, 
Um, but I'm excited. I'm, I'm excited to see if that lives up to the hype. Um, I'm a little suspicious that they hyping it up this far away from release. I think it comes out in September. So mm-hmm. maybe that a little bit. Um, uh, yeah, that's about it. Uh, 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 is there anything that I, that I can think of in particular? But Bethesda's, uh, is Microsoft buying Bethesda? Is that actually happening? No, no Microsoft Microsoft already owns, thing? they own Bethesda. They're trying to buy Activision Blizzard. They own Bethesda? Yeah, they own Bethesda. Oh, okay. They're trying to buy Activision Blizzard, but Sony is, they're in a lawsuit with Sony because Sony doesn't want to lose Call of Duty. So it's a, oh, so they're, okay. Sony's trying to say it's unfair to the gamers to, for them to buy one of the number one franchises and keep it exclusive to Xbox, you know, and then Microsoft was like, well, we, we, we won't do that then. And then they coming out with Starfield, which is maybe the biggest game ever. And that's definitely exclusive to Xbox and PC. So, um, you know, who gives a fuck? Oh, really? I mean, well, the thing, well, so funny about it is like Sony has ex- ex- PlayStation exclusives. So it's it's weird it's weird for them to try to make the argument that um that it's unfair to gamers to have exclusives when they started the whole exclusive shit. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, Elder Scrolls is also going to be Xbox or Xbox and PC. It's going to be Yeah, well, I right? mean, look man. Elder Scrolls 6. That's the checkmate. But Bethesda was the best studio for them to buy. If they buy Ubisoft, it's a wrap. You know? <laughs> it's a wrap if they buy Ubisoft. So who the fuck knows? Who knows? And and um, you know, now am I for there being all these, you know, one big giant conglomerate that owns everything? No. Um, but I'm I I'm I'm excited for Microsoft to buy Activision because I feel like they'd be on less bullshit. They'd be on less bullshit time. And Microsoft, I mean, as as shown by Starfield, Microsoft is not afraid to spend money. They're not afraid to spend money to make money, you know. And a lot of these other places, they don't know how to they don't know they don't know that you gotta do that. So you know, who the fuck knows? Sony's going to lose this lawsuit ultimately. I mean, at least in America they will. Um, mm. Yeah, yeah, they're going to lose to an American company in America for sure. Yeah, yeah, because there's, there's, they really, their argument has no, it has no weight to it. You know, because they, how do you? Because I mean, I don't know what the lawyers are saying, but that would be my first question to the Sony people. Okay, so then what do you? Why do you do your exclusives? Are we, are we, are we going to make exclusives completely illegal? Because that's what you're, you know, that's pretty much what you're asking. You know, so could yeah. it could there be a distinction between like the different sizes of a franchise? I'm not saying that that's my argument because I don't I don't really have a like I guess I guess the, the fight I guess Sony's, Sony's only real argument would concerned. be their only real argument would be the fact that this would be the first time that something was non-exclusive that will then be made exclusive by a purchase, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. So maybe that that's the one big distinction that they can make. It, but uh, but really. That seems like a thin argument, right there. It's like, I mean, are we are we allowed to buy shit or are we not? Sure, right. And it's like, and you can't call them a monopoly because they don't own every game studio. And and and, I mean, Sony and Microsoft are basically a duopoly with Nintendo being like the little brother in the other room. You know, actually, that is that even really true? Mm-hmm. I don't know because that's more of a the portable. But so it's like it's like they're the only two real big console companies, and consoles are going the way of the dodo anyway. Um, I mean, it's to the point where, like, I don't even need a console. Like these new Samsung TVs, they just have the the shit built in where, like, if you if you have the Xbox account, you can just sign in on the TV. You don't even need an Xbox. 
you know right. so it's it's so you know right it's wild to that, me that that tech that tech is still a little bit janky when i played it but it it ain't gonna be janky forever like is they gonna they're gonna work out the kinks on it yeah yeah i mean i mean yeah obviously on the go it's a little janky for sure you know you you got hotel wi-fi that's not gonna happen that's not gonna help but um so so I'm, I'm reading this article right here. I think what might be happening is I don't think Sony expects the um, expects to win this case, but apparently um, uh, Microsoft offered them a three-year and then a ten-year deal on Call of Duty that they re- and they rejected both of them. So it might be that they're just bringing this case to try to get more favorable terms on that 10 year deal because Microsoft wants to sell, you know, they, yes, they want to have exclusives so they can sell Xbox. Right. But they also want to sell to, they want to license games to Sony because that gives them access to an entirely different, um, console market. So as long as Sony's still selling playstations, publishers are going to want to license their games to the Sony market. Right, right, right. Yeah. And apparently it's easy to develop for Sony and so forth. But yeah. well, Microsoft has the advantages that Windows is on almost every PC. And now that PC is the main way that people game and not just a niche, right? I mean, the vast majority of games now are sold on PC. Right? Am I wrong? Except for sports games. So... So it's like, or at least the PC market is significantly larger than it used to be. It, it, it used to be the last consideration. Now it's the first consideration, right? And now, and so it, even though I think the, the, the Xbox is harder to develop for, you, if you develop something for Xbox, it is way easier to put it on the PC, which is a whole nother, which is a significant enough portion of the market for people to consider. So yeah, I mean, look, they're in competition. This is, this is... This is saying that uh, console games made up about 56.2% of sales and PC titles were 41.3%. Okay, right. So, so so that's what I'm trying to say. So if the if if, if Xbox and uh, because but, that, they, but that, that that means that that means that PC would essentially be like the large if you treated it like a console, that's the largest console. Right, because you the know, console the includes platform. Xbox, PlayStation and Switch. Right? Yeah. It's part of the market exactly. share. So okay. it's like so the PC market share is bigger than all of those, so that's that's my yeah. point. Now, and, and if you and if you develop for Microsoft, you're going to get the PC market as well because it's easier to. So you know, who would who would have thunk it? Who would have saw this coming that Microsoft would be <laughs> that the Xbox? Because PlayStation been winning for a long time. They've been winning for a long mm-hmm. time, and uh, you know now who knows? Okay. Oh man, I gotta go pick up a PlayStation today for the thing. Okay, one last thing. Let's get it. Um, Bullshit blind spots or ancient swords or, oh, you know what, black history. Alexandra Dumas. Actually, I have an earlier episode about him already. Okay. Um, a series of two. Oh, well, we got to talk about bullshit blind spots because that's the theme of the show. But a series of two studies recently found that people who were the worst at detecting bullshit not only grossly overestimated their detection ability, but also overestimated their ability compared to other people. To me, uh, 
This seemed to suggest that some people who normally spread bullshit are unaware of the fact that they often fall for it themselves, possibly because they think they're better at detecting it than everyone else. Across two studies, the researchers recruited 412 participants to examine the link between bullshit detection, overconfidence in one's abilities, and the perceived thinking process people engaged in when they encounter and evaluate potentially misleading information. With regard to study limitations, the researcher explained that the type of pseudo-profound bullshit stimuli that was used in this work was what might be encountered in conversation on social media or from the self-help inspiration guru industries. Also, we used a Western English-speaking sample of participants, so we can't draw any firm conclusions on whether these results would replicate in other types of cultures and languages. Are there other lessons we can take from this work? Hmm. Um, I think we've always known that. It's much harder for, you know, I think this this reflects on just the way we talk about politics nowadays. It, it, it's that mo- most people are convinced that th- that their side is not lying to them. That the other side is sheep, that they're stupid, that they're being manipulated and used for their vote. And, they, and, and the possibility that it's also them is completely, uh, it's not even something they consider. You know? Mm, mm-hmm. So, I, I you know I deal with this all the time. Like people, a lot of people can't. You know they don't. It's, what's that old? What's the what's the whole the old uh, Socrates quote? Or is it was it Socrates quoting Plato? The I I know I know that I he know says nothing. The, it's like the unexamined life is not worth living type shit. It's like uh, well, that's a different different quote. Right, because it's, it's he's quoting something that was written. He he's quoting. A, there's a quote from a play where it's him talking in the play, but it's not really him saying it. Right. Okay. Well, anyway, I, I know that I know nothing is a saying that Plato said came from Socrates. Okay. okay right. Right. Okay. So, anyway, the point is the un, the unexamined <laughs> life is not worth living. It, it 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 it's it's the hardest thing to do. Is to really examine because in, in this context, examined means to question oneself, to, to scrutinize yourself the same way you would scrutinize another person. And most people don't even, they never even consider doing it. Like it doesn't even occur to them to think to do it, to go, you know, like, 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 to like, to, to zoom out and, and really examine yourself as if you were a stranger. You know, where are those ideas coming from? Why, 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 where's that feeling coming? See, this is why I think, I think some of life's hardest, um, <clears throat> most difficult concepts have been tackled in comic books. This is why Marvel drops the ball sometimes to me, is that they don't, they so scared to go there. When in the comic books, they be going hard as fuck. You know, like take, take, take The Incredible Hulk, for mm-hmm. example. The Incredible Hulk is about mindfulness. Right, like I just read it. I just, um, I just, I didn't read. I watched this guy on YouTube named Comics Explained, and he reads all the comic books. Somehow, this motherfucker has time to do all this, and then he does YouTube videos like just going through the stories, right? And I watch them all the time. And I just, I just, I just listened to him do this long, like four-hour Incredible Hulk story that was amazing. Well, it didn't end good, but the point is, um, Bruce Banner. Everybody knows Incredible Hulk is Bruce Banner's anger, right? Well, mm-hmm. Bruce Banner found a way to um, separate his psyche from the Hulk psyche 
in their minds. And so the Hulk, the Hulk's psyche is trapped in some room where Bruce Banner is controlling what he sees. And he and he can show him various levels of like basically he can he can show him shit that make him more and more angry. So that like his outside body, that's the Hulk, is getting stronger because the you know the more angry the Hulk gets, the stronger and bigger and more durable. So 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 basically it's the incredible Hulk body on the real world. And in their mind, Bruce Banner is controlling everything and the Hulk is in some room that and he doesn't know what's real or what isn't. And Bruce Banner is showing him monsters and threats and all this to you know, or nothing, or little cute babies to go have him go from angry to piss the fuck off to un- right. And the point is, I guess what that has to do with mind obviously it goes horribly wrong. But but the whole point is, is that his natural state is that he gets angry and he turns into the hawk and is out of control. Right? And then in this story, he finds a way to where he is in control of that emotion. He's present. You know? Now, he does it for all the wrong reasons. And like I said, it gets completely out of control. But I think it just, it taps into, it taps into that. Because, you know, it, you know the hawk isn't your slave, Bruce. You know, you know, but 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 I just mean, so far as the Hulk represents his anger, you know, instead of letting the anger control him, he's fighting. Like that's that's the whole Incredible Hulk thing. He's fighting to control the anger so that he's not, so he's being uh, proactive instead of reactive. That's what mindfulness is. It's just it's staying present as you can, you know, the that you can experience your emotion without having it without react without acting on it. You know, you can you can actually stop and think about the actions you're gonna take rather than let your emotion just dictate your actions. So it's like it's, anyway. A lot of shit like that gets tackled in these comic books and Marvel, sometimes they fall short of, you know, all of that. You know, because what what real discussions did Infinity War spark other than like oh did he have a point or whatever you know it's like nah but it, you, they, mm-hmm. in the books they go deep way deeper than that it's like but you didn't you know you didn't leave out of Infinity War and, and Endgame having no deep philosophical discussions I mean obviously it was entertaining as fuck but it didn't go some of the stuff they touch on in the books they ain't touch on they ain't touching on on here, and, and and I think comic books are so niche that the government don't be trying to regulate them or whatever, because they definitely, you know, they were four kids. <laughs> but, be doing that bullshit, man, they get dark in that bitch, violent. That's a good news. You know all this.